Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Genesis 27. Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Today's Bible verse is Genesis 27. Now return the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you and you will live. But if you do not return her, you may be sure that you and all yours will die. Today's verse brought me comfort during a particularly painful season during which I saw my failures, my weaknesses and mistakes much more clearly than any spiritual wins. I felt bombarded on every side by numerous things, some that hit so deeply. There were times I felt like I was struggling to breathe. I found myself battling intense anxiety that routinely stole my sleep. And with it, my productivity, which only led to more anxiety with each impending deadline. And I did not handle all of it well. I began to revert to some of my pre-transformation behaviors. And the longer this continued, the more I began to doubt my calling as a ministry leader and a speaker. To make matters worse, a women's ministry director had invited me before my chaos to deliver a three-part presentation to her ladies on living in the victory of Christ. How could I possibly encourage her women in this topic when I felt so far from victorious? I wonder if Abraham, the man God was referring to in today's verse, if he ever felt the same. My team and I discussed his life in detail in a series of episodes that spanned from his initial call to the day he buried his wife in Genesis chapter 23. I encourage you to listen to those episodes if you want to dive deeper into Abraham's story. To paraphrase, God had promised him that he would be the father of many nations, the father of kings, that he would be exceedingly fruitful, and that he and his people would come to possess what scripture from then on referred to as the promised land. Now, this land was strategic. It was a bridge, so to speak, between numerous cultures upon which merchants traveled. They would pick up and deposit news and ideas as they went. Therefore, as the author of A Visual Guide to Bible Events states, quote, the Lord had chosen Abraham and his descendants to serve, proclaim, and represent the one true God, end quote. And God wanted Abraham to represent him well. Stating in Genesis 17, verse 1, I am God Almighty. Walk before me faithfully and be blameless. God 
Almighty, El Shaddai in the original Hebrew, the all-sufficient one, sufficient to fulfill his promises, which he had reiterated again and again, and sufficient to provide and protect. God's role was to be everything Abraham needed. Abraham's role? To respond to God's perfect care with obedience, to walk faithfully. As a late Bible scholar, Joseph Benson wrote, quote, to walk before God is to set him always before us and to think and speak and act in everything as those that are always under his eye, end quote. To live in a continual relationship with his creator, led not by fear, not by pride or selfishness, but by God, and to be blameless, basically to show the world what a life dependent upon and yielded to our loving creator looks like. But two chapters later, God's chosen servant, the recipient of God's abundant blessings and care, behaved in a very ungodly manner. Scripture tells us as he entered a foreign land, he told people that his wife, Sarah, was in fact his sister. While this was partly true, she was his half-sister. It was also deceptive. And what makes his actions worse is the fact that he had done the same thing decades prior in Genesis chapter 12, causing great harm to the Egyptian people. Sin is destructive to us and to others. It damages relationships. It hinders our witness for Christ. And yet today's verse reminds us that there is always grace because despite Abraham's repeated offense, God still referred to him as a prophet. His failure didn't negate his calling. His failure didn't have the final say. God did. And this may have been why God wanted Abraham, the offender, to pray for the person affected by the offense, to redeem what sin had marred and reveal the depths of his grace, a grace he lavishes upon his children again and again and again, just as he did with Abraham. Or maybe in having Abraham pray, God was seeking to reaffirm Abraham's call, letting him know in a powerful and humbling way that although he'd messed up, placing his wife in a vulnerable position God would still use him to be an instrument of his mercy and grace. And I find comfort in that. God's response to Abraham's moral failure assures me of his grace for me as well. You and I will make mistakes, sometimes really big mistakes. We'll say and do things we wish we hadn't, and we'll probably wound those we love in the process. But even so, there's always grace, a grace that draws us back into an intimate relationship with Christ and gives us the strength to take ownership of our sin, to reconcile when we need to, to take responsibility for what we've done, and to keep walking along the path that he marked out for us. A road established by God himself before we took our first breath, committed our first sin, or our 71st. That's the gospel. If you struggle with guilt and shame over past sins, I encourage you to reflect not on your sin, but on the God who washes your sin with grace. El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one who is sufficient to hold us through our pain, to strengthen our stumbling steps, to pick us up when we fall, and to walk beside us and carry us when need be to the finish line. Let's pray. Holy Father, you are El Shaddai. You are the all-sufficient, all-knowing, all-powerful, all-loving, all-faithful one. You never leave us. You never forsake us. You never give up on us. You gently come alongside us when we fail and we will. You point out our mistakes. You call out our sin because you don't want it to hold us. And when we give them to you, when we confess our sins to you, when we basically acknowledge that, yes, we have behaved in a way that wasn't loving to others, that wasn't loving to you, that wasn't even loving to ourselves, when we do that, you 
forgive us completely, immediately, and you pour your grace upon us. And Lord, for those of us who have received your grace, who have already brought our sin to you and said, Lord, we're sorry for what we've done, purify our hearts, and now you're walking beside us, and yet we're holding on to guilt, we're holding on to shame that you've already paid for. So Lord, I pray that you would help us to focus not on our sin, not on our regrets, not on our failures, not on our shame. Instead, may we focus on you, on your love, and on your cross. May we focus on the grace that you have given us. Your grace is worthy of our entire focus. You are worthy of our focus. We thank you and we praise you. We thank you so much for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins so that we can live in a right relationship with you. And it is in his name that we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. to better understand the Bible and give biblical answers to those who ask you about your faith? Hi, this is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Podcast Show. Listen to us weekly as we bring the truth often found in the ivory towers of seminary down to the steeple towers of local church. Join me along with many of the nation's top theologians as we offer answers to life tough questions from an apologetic perspective. Subscribe to the show at lifeaudio.com.